red panty night when you're trying to find me, yeah? Back at your back at home with your wife. And I will correct you, you are wrong. Ghetto man and he fights in a ghetto way. He ain't touched the belt. He can't even reach it. Are you guys fooling me? Are you guys, you better not fool me. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Yep, I'm back. Another episode of Sucker Radio here for your listening pleasure. Uh, who do I have on the show this week? I've got a guy who's competing at Submission Underground. Yes, there is a fight card going on, but it's grappling. And uh, as we say, if there's no action, people are going to watch. So Submission Underground goes down this Sunday on UFC Fight Pass. And my guest, Nick Maximov, uh, competes against Joe Bays on the UFC Fight Pass Submission Underground card. So I'm going to be joined by him. I'm not going to talk any news because that's what other podcasts do, and I don't want to be like them. So we're just going to have the interview get that cracking right about now. Joining the show now is a man who will be competing at Submission Underground this Sunday. Also an MMA fighter undefeated inside the cage. He's known as Nick Maximov, the man he trains in California with the Diaz brothers. Nick, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. For sure, man. Now, uh, I'm a, I'm up here in Vancouver. You've competed against one of my homies, Michael Brakefield. Uh, oh, man, that was a bad match. But yeah, go on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But. Well, really, that was that was the actually the only time that I've, I, I've seen you compete. And unfortunately, yeah, he got the best of you. But from what I've seen, according to your record, your MMA game is uh, is where you're elite. Well, I think that I think that was like two years ago yesterday, man. Uh, that match with Mike. That was like the last time I really lost too. And um I don't have any excuses for it. I'd love to go against him again, but I don't know excuses for it. It was just I had a I, I just had a, everything was just te- as bad as it could be. But I he was a good dude and I knew I was stepping up for uh competition. I was hella excited, but I didn't even put on a good show. That's why I was mad because I didn't even go to my potential. You know what I'm saying? I kinda was lazy with everything and He's a good ass dude, you know what I'm saying? I got a number of respect for him, but I'd like to go against him again. But he's badass. He's <laughs> for sure, and he, yeah, he wanted to get on that last submission underground card, but unfortunately, with all travel restrictions and whatnot, he can't cross the border and stuff. So his last fight with Austin Vanderford or whatever his grappling match was that was stupid. BS, eh? Yeah, that was because uh, it's like the position. I watched it, and you know, um, he shouldn't have lost. No, the transition, like the the, the ref I, and the ref even waved his arms was what got me. He waved that, his arms. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah I, that was dumb as hell. Like he did. Yeah, I seen that, and I was like, I didn't even think he tapped. I thought he was like, what, like we're done. Exactly. Like, yeah, that was stupid. I want if I, I like Austin, but I want to count that as a win. No, for sure. And, and Austin gets a, another matchup here coming up at, at the Submission Underground card that you're on. Obviously, he's a local cat. They like him. Uh, what makes you want to travel up from California to Portland to do this again? It's a cool I got card. To do. Exactly. I got none, you know what I'm saying? I got nothing to do. Good show. A lot of people. Uh, otherwise, I'd be fighting right now. If I, 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 was, I was supposed to fight this weekend originally in Iowa, but uh, it got scrapped, obviously. But um, it's a good dude stepping up in competition. I mean, but ever since I actually went against Micah, I won like American Nationals, won Brown Boat, or. Yeah, damn near one brown belt world. I got screwed over in that, but 
I think it took like third or whatever, but uh, went to ADCC. Charles did a heck of good. I think I made it to like the semis over there and beat a couple black belts and stuff. So I've been like dying to get another black belt under the eyes of like the submission underground scene too. So that's kind of another big thing. Uh, it's a good event too. I like all the people there. All the people are hella cool. I got nothing but good things to say about them, you know, and uh, yeah, just to get back at it. You know what I'm saying? Before we get into the matchup and submission and underground itself, I want to go back. Take me back to the roots of Nick Maximov. Like, how did you get started in this whole game of grappling uh, and MMA? It's funny. I was uh, I was about like 10, 11 years old watching like Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> and I was like, Fuck, man, that looks tight. So I wanted to do that. So I went to like a karate taekwondo dojo for like a year. And probably 11, 12 years old, I went to like a full-on MMA type thing because I saw like Uri Faber fight. I saw um, Nate Diaz fight, and I was like, oh, man, I want to do that. So I did that full. I switched to that, and then uh, I started training and everything and just kind of went with it, you know. Started at a local gym in Chico, and then I've been in about the Nate Diaz Academy for like six, seven years. I've been there fully for like two, three, two years, but um, I'd say about – yeah, I've been training or whatever for about seven. How no, tra- longer, sorry, longer. How'd the transition to the Diaz camp go? I mean, like, were you invited there? Did you just stop by and was well, like, yo. My um, dad and one of the head instructors there, his name's Randy Spence, uh, used to work together back in like 2000. And one time they saw me at a, a jiu-jitsu tournament, Randy did, and they recognized my dad and they're all like talking and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, come down train. This is like 2013, maybe 12. And then uh, we're like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. And we just come down whenever we could. Whenever I didn't have football or something or wrestling, we'd always come down and just hit it off and liked all the dudes. They liked me and uh, kicked it off like that. And then, yeah, last two, three years. Yeah, that was about seven years ago, probably like two, three years I've been out there full time. So tra- training jujitsu then, you're you're under the Gracies? Yeah, I'm under Randy Spence now. Nice. Um, do you train in the gi still? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I do more gi than I do probably no gi. But um, obviously, like when it's Worlds or I mean, no Gi Worlds or uh, ADCCs coming up, we do specific Gi. But I was supposed to do a Gi title fight for a fight to win, I think. Maybe no Gi, but um, yeah. And I was going to do Gi Pan Ms and Gi Worlds. I was signed up for Gi Pans. And then the whole thing happened, and then I was going to do Gi Worlds, but the whole thing just messed it up again. No kidding. Uh, so, Submission Underground, as we said, you, uh, you're you competing. It's a high-level competitor. Joe Basie's a veteran of the sport. He's been around for as long as I know, man. Uh, Longer than I've been alive, probably. He, exactly. <laughs> and he's he's that he's that sort of nonchalant grappler. You look at him, you'd never think he was like as badass as he is. Uh, yeah. He's got a great leg lock game. I know that. Uh, what do you know about him? Uh, and what was your, your mindset when you heard, hey, I get to compete against Joe Baze? Um, I will. I know he's been against. He's. I've seen some of his matches against like Wagner Roach, uh, Kyle Bohem, or whatever. Like high level dudes. He's gone against some of the best dudes in the sport, Gordon Ryan. And I was like, well, this is like, if I beat him, I'm right there. So I've been a few guys. I've been some black belts where they're like, whatever. But being him, will definitely give me that spot. I think even as a brown belt, just give me that spot. Like, oh, now they, now I know where I am, and. uh Kind of give me a good test because I know his leg lock game is pretty slick. I know he's just he's a slick grappler, but he doesn't look like it. One hundred percent. People are like, you know, who is this guy? Did I? I'm like, dude, this is a legit grappler. I'm like, I think he's won even the ADCC trials 
like years back. Like he's not, he's no slouch, you know? So I, I get excited for that stuff because it's not fun. If you go get someone you can beat, like what's fun about that? <laughs> exactly. Like that's exactly. Why, that's why when I wanted to go against Mike, I was like a purple belt. And I think he was a black or something maybe at the time. Yeah. He I'm got his black belt two man. years ago. So probably just yeah. got it. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, who cares? And for him to try to, you know, for him, for Micah to go against me as a purple, I'm like, he's giving me a shot. It's a win-win, even though, you know, I lost. But I'm like, I just learned from that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm thinking about it. Like, it's a win-win. I don't got anything to lose. Like, he's got all the pressure. You 100%. Know, I'm a young brown belt, you know? So that's how what I think about How long have you been a brown belt? Fuck. It'll be two years in like a couple months but i don't, I don't want to get my black entire like win worlds or something crazy like i was i should have won it this year for nogi but this ibjs the most biased sport oh man don't get me started don't get me started on that <laughs> the, the kid that i i supposedly lost to by a referee's advantage uh was working tables like right after like worked the same table right after oh man <laughs> and i'm like dude you guys are so stupid like i could go off on him i was so mad but i'm like whatever i'll just take my if you just gotta know how to play the game you gotta tap him out but at the same time i'm like if someone doesn't want to fight me i can't do anything about it if he wants to just sit on his butt and play half guard and be all stupid you know do that that's the nice thing about these like submission underground events, fight to win whatnot it's not point based uh do you, you gotta work do you, do you prefer that mm-hmm yeah, it's like to the death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like if like this guy, yeah, wins by. It's crazy to me how people win like world championships by like an advantage, and they go crazy. Like, dude, that's stupid. Like, you won literally by a biased opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a, like that's not cool to me. Like, I'd rather. I rather get tapped out. Like, I would live by the sword, die by the sword type thing. I'd rather uh, do a submission only. For it's sure, you do. Sometimes it can be boring because there can't be a winner, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just kind of difficult to explain. It I, is, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes you see like when they get the UFC guys to come in and and compete, they're they're almost fighting for overtime. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's why hardcore jiu-jitsu guys don't do that great. It's because they try to get a couple points and win, but it's like in fighting, you can't just hold a dude down like that. That's why it's like you got a Gary Tonin who plays to kill. That's why he's five and zero. Exactly. And you get some grapplers who try to do it, like Andre Galvao, and he's like, "What? I don't even know if he how his MMA career went, but it wasn't great." And it's like this guy's supposed to be the greatest. Like, no, dude, not in my opinion. Like, you can't do that. You can't just play a sport jiu-jitsu and expect to be good in a fight game. Fighting's totally different, too. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. I have less least respect for people who don't do submission only because I think that's harder. I think it's harder. For sure, for sure. That's so what's opinion. what's training been like? I mean, we're in a quarantine right now. We're in self isolation. Uh, leading up to this, what what's your training regimen like? I like today. I lifted. I did a strength and conditioning session from like nine thirty to eleven, and then I about twelve no like eleven thirty twelve to about two. Me and a black belt kind of just did went over some stuff and trained and stuff like that. But it was just one on one. So it's like you got to text people. You can't just have a class time. Like I've been hitting people up, like I hit up Nate and stuff like that, or Chris and stuff and see if they want to train. And, you know, sometimes they can, sometimes they can't, you know, with this whole quarantine, it's like, you got weird stuff to do at weird times, you know, have, have 
like the MMA guys from your gym been training? I mean, they're they're the UFC and stuff have been looking to to schedule events. I, I'm sure there's some stuff that's in the mix. Have have these guys been training still? Well, yeah, we have. Um, it's just difficult, man. You can't get in like you want to. It's like it's literally probably like three, four times a week. Like if you're on the mats, it's really nothing. It's it's nothing. It's more what you do on your own like i'm always trying to like shadow box i'm always trying to do the same drills that ernie was helping me showing me i'm always trying to even just like if i'm like on a run shadow boxing you know what i'm saying for like hit a mile just shadow box for a few minutes hit another mile shadow box for a few minutes uh, you can always like get that muscle memory of doing drills and stuff like that uh the wrestling room for me is kind of easy to get into i got a buddy out here who wrestles and uh i wrestle with him and that's kind of easy to get into uh, so then staying in wrestling shape's good. Um, jiu-jitsu though is kind of difficult. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can't spar boxing or kickboxing or MMA. Like <laughs> that's pretty much, out, I don't want to say out the window, but I mean, I play fight with my friends, <laughs> like, but I'm not like sparring. You'd you think, it, you'd think it'd be easier to find guys to hit pads with or, or spar stand up than it would be to grapple because grappling, you're so tight quarters in comparison to a stand up yeah. game. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know why you can't find anyone to really train with when it comes to stand-up. It's weird. It's harder. Like, people want to grapple all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to, like, box more and stuff. I don't know. It's all weird. It's kind of weird how it all how it all is. I don't know. I don't like it. I hope it just all gets settled soon and resolved. That'd be nice. Do you know anyone that's been affected? Uh, Like, like, like gotten like, sick? Uh, not me personally. I think for California, I think for NorCal, it's already kind of gone. I think it went through back in November, December, to be honest, because I got sick in January with the same exact symptoms that they're talking about. Yeah. And so did everyone on the my wrestling team, uh, a lot of the guys at the gym, everyone already got sick back in like December, January. So I think it already affected NorCal. I could be wrong. Interesting. Now, with Submission Underground, you got this event on Sunday. If all goes well and you, you get the W, would you like to keep competing for them in, in the future? Because we might not have MMA for the, the next little bit. You might be able to just do this grappling thing from now on. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it in a heartbeat. There's some guys I, I want to go against too. But, um, yeah, I know. I've seen the MMA scene kind of dying. That's what, I mean, you brought it up just now, but like, you know, if I when I want to say something like, dude, like I see all these guys pulling out of fights because the virus. It's like I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. So it's like if people don't want to fight, it's like I would love to step in for like me personally. But for jujitsu, like yeah, I, I'd still want to do it. I want to go against someone. And obviously, if I beat him, I want to go against someone better. I don't want to like go against a brown belt or anything. I want to go against another black belt, or another one, another one. You know. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> really? When, when you you said you train with you phone Nate you you try to get him to grapple with you and, and do you do you train with Nick much as well or is he no. out of the gym right now? Nah, he's in Stockton, but he's not really at the gym or anything. So when, Nate Nate's always there. But how how has he helped your jujitsu game? Because you know he's pretty slick. Nate, yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. He honestly, if he didn't fight, he'd probably be world champ but he he rather fight obviously he's pretty good at it you know yeah. so it's like <laughs> it'd be stupid of him to go try to do that but he could have yeah he could have won a couple war championships if he wanted in that, my opinion that'd be a cool guy to see at submission underground though you think chael could make it happen uh i i don't think so but 
I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he would. He should try to get AJ to come back. AJ, I know AJ would probably do it, maybe. Because I know AJ's already been there. Yeah, and he's got a mouth on him. He, he's a lot like Chael when it comes to talking. It's yeah, that, That's the talker. thing, is is with no MMA and, and this whole jiu-jitsu thing with just Submission Underground, we need charismatic guys, man. We need guys that can talk and, and guys that can get this show going because like obviously the main event this weekend Vinny and Craig they've been yapping back and forth with each other about you know Vinny doesn't believe in leg locks they don't work and whatnot Craig obviously thinks he's going to be able to attack that which 99% of the world thinks he will as well um yeah but that's what we need we need the entire submission underground roster to be yapping and getting people interested in it because it's the only thing you can watch these days yeah, they're yeah. For me, they're a little cheesy, but I get the point. I think Vinny. I think I think Vinny's gonna beat him. Do you? But yeah, I think Vinny's gonna beat him. Do you think he's um, gonna try to go to overtime though? Good chance, but that I mean, don't I don't want to don't I want to compare it to like his tactic. No, you can't that compare it to that. Stupid. That was dumb. That was you, the dumbest thing ever. But uh, I think Vinny's really Vinny's really underrated, in my opinion. But he's uh, I think he'll beat Craig. I like Craig's a good grappler though. Don't get me wrong, but that the whole card's good. Uh, I know Austin. I think Austin has a good chance of winning. Um, who's, I forgot who the co-main is though. Uh, let's look. I don't but remember myself. I think Austin either. and Richie's gonna be a good one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Austin's crazy strong, you know. He's but good. but that's the thing is like, especially like his match with Micah. He he just held him there, right? It's uh. Oh yeah, that, that's what he's gonna. He's opinion, he's a wrestler, right? Yeah, in my opinion, it's no disrespect to him, but his jitsu's not very good. But his body awareness, his wrestling, his strength is good. But his jitsu's not good. Exactly, and he was able to keep Micah there because he's strong. He had the head position, yeah. which helped really well. But it's like, what's fun about that? Nothing at what's all. Fun about <laughs> doing that? Like like when I went against Micah, I'm not. <laughs> it's not. A, it's like I'm not supposed to win. So go out and try to do something. Like if I go against the Joe dude this weekend. I might just try to throw up a heel hook and say, fuck it. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I exactly. Might just try to be fun and like goofy about it. It's like, this means nothing. And it that's the something. only thing Micah wants to do as well. Like when he went in there, the first time that he competed, he competed against the guy who's up against Jake Ellenberger, uh, that Gabriel Checo. That's oh, who yeah, he could. Yeah. And he, and he instantly went in there, pushed him up against the cage and did a flying triangle off the cage. Like you want to be oh, in there. You want to be flashy. Yeah, I mean, imagine if he did that now. He'd be famous across the world because everyone's watching. Hell, Micah competed against Craig Jones. Yeah, Craig beat him, but he competed against him in Submission Underground, and then Craig flew through the roof from there on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So if you could do the same, if you can beat Joe Bays here, I mean, sky's the limit from there, right? Yeah, I like to think so. It's just the start of everything, you know, so it'll be good. I'm excited, and I'm just going to let, I'm just going to roll with it, and everything you know i want to fight soon more than anything i'm supposed to have like three fights with this whole quarantine but yeah this whole thing's yeah i'm excited because i think it'll really launch me a little bit and if i'm interesting and exciting try to shout some people out on the mic get you know what i'm saying get a little rally and everything <laughs> i think it'd be cool <laughs> you know exactly exactly and i mean win or lose so long as you're exciting out there they seem to want people back yeah that's really it if you finish people see i told i was telling someone earlier I don't want to go in, win an overtime match. If 
I'm if I'm going to overtime, I'm telling you right now, I'm just going to tap him. I'm going to try tap him out as fast as I can. He's going to tap me out because overtime's done. No one wants to watch that. Nope. And it's a jiu-jitsu match, so it's like <laughs> I'm not getting punched in the face. You know, like that's that's already a plus. So who cares? Like I don't want to go to OT and he has to start. Like he starts in an armbar. <laughs> Like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds stupid. You know, or he starts on my back with a rear naked choke. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'd rather die in the first two minutes than exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> For sure. As we said, he, he's a he's a pretty good leg locker. You said you knew that. Uh, have you watched yeah. anything on Joe Bays leading up to this? Are you a tape guy? I watched like three matches, probably four matches. I'll watch one the day. I'll watch probably one match the day of, and that's about it. So I got to focus on me more than anything. Exactly. Yep. I don't want to hit me get in my head. So I'm going to kind of learn longer down the line, you know. Makes complete sense, man. I appreciate you being on. Uh, now, the floor is yours right now. I'll let you shout out if you have any sponsors for this. Uh, let people know where they can find you on social media. The floor is yours, Yeah, Nick. shout out to uh, Represent. They sponsor me. Urban Water's cool. They're my little, they're like a water brand. They're, they're badass. And then I just kind of been talking, I got kind of a little sponsorship with the Suja juice company so that's tight that's badass too um you can find me nicholas maximo of my name on twitter facebook or instagram so yeah. awesome man uh sunday submission underground competing against joe bays good luck man thank you man i appreciate you thanks for having me that was Nick Maximov. He competes this sunday submission underground you can find that on ufc Ooh. fight pass that does it for this episode of Sucker Radio. I'm Jeremy Brand. Make sure you check us out at MMA Sucker on social media, Twitter at an MMA underscore Sucker on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brand six zero four or on Instagram at Jeremy underscore six zero four. Make sure you check out the website MMAsucker.com for all your news, interviews, and fight needs. That is it. For another episode of Sucker Radio, I'm out.